0: Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart.
1: Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone, and welcome back to the show this week. We're excited, me, I am excited to have you here as always, and I've got an amazing guest for you this week. I mean, I have an amazing guest every week, but I was actually just talking to my guest yesterday and he gave me a huge massive aha, something I couldn't see for myself. And you know that this show is all about shifting perspectives and shifting perceptions. My, my goal for you with the guests I have on my show is to take you, take you outside your own picture frame of your life or your business so that you can look from the outside in and see what you may be missing what might be right in front of you but you can't see it because you're too in to what you're doing at the moment so my guest today is ryan lee and he created his first website way back in 1999 he was a personal trainer he he worked in the the south bronx and school systems he helped rehabilitate children in physical therapy but he's known now today for creating over 50 different recurring revenue programs in multiple markets, creating membership sites, creating a lifestyle. And lifestyle businesses are not a dirty word, everyone. We keep, people say they are, but they only say that because they don't have one. So today we're going to talk to Ryan Lee about how he does things and how you can have the life you want, the way you want, making as much money as you want. So welcome Ryan Lee to the show today. Ryan, welcome. Uh,
0: I am excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Laura. And it's good to talk to you again. It's been 24 hours since we last spoke, and now we're back. So, And we, and we are I, back. I, I am, I'm excited to be here on the radio with all your amazing listeners. And uh, the goal's changed some lives. So I am here to help and serve and can't wait to dig in.
1: That's what I love about you. You are so about being here to serve. And, you know, we... You live in New Canaan, Connecticut. I used to live in Norwalk. I was in New Canaan all Mm -hmm. the time. I love when you talk about where you go work because you don't always (laughs) work from home. You work from coffee shops and other places, and all of them I know except your most recent one, Cave, because that came in after I left.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a new coffee shop. Well, we talk about, you you mentioned earlier, lifestyle business, and that was I was very intentional um, about creating a business around my lifestyle and my priorities, and I used look. I, for a while, I was sucked into the whole. You got to build an office, and I had the big office suite in town. It cost me thousands of dollars a month, and I had staff, and I was miserable. <clears throat> I just didn't like it. So I, everyone works for me now virtually, and uh, I have four children. Their their birthdays are all about to happen, so they're about to turn 8, 10, 12, and fourteen. And I get to spend a lot of time with them. It's funny, as, as we're doing this radio show right now live, it's the summer, and my kids are going back to school in a week, so all four of them are actually <laughs> downstairs, because this is the only quiet space I have. So if you do hear some background noise, you hear a kid like, bust into my room, even though I shut two doors, they, they have a, a way to find me. But you know, this is... This is live radio. This is. This live radio. is, a, <laughs> this is it's, it's live radio, and I, I love live stuff, and I love to roll with it, but I really wanted to build my business around... Being present with my kids. No matter what, I'm always done by 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's when they come home from school. And I spend the afternoons with them, and I I coach baseball, and I've coached lacrosse, even though I don't know how to play it. And uh, just enjoying life. And I I purposely do sacrifice some money. I know if I did the whole 24-hour hustle, I could probably make more. But I'm completely at peace with the life and the path that I've chosen. And We live in New Canaan, and there's no pressure, and I'm just enjoying life. So I'm not trying to answer, too. I know you have a lot of questions because this show is about questions. But you know me, Laura. Once I get started, I don't stop talking. So (laughs) I will let you ask away. (laughs) That's
1: fine. That's really great because all the stuff you just talked about is great setup for what I want my listeners to get from our conversation today. You talked about you could make more money if you did X and Y and Z. You had the big office and everything. What question did you ask yourself that helped you to really realize what you truly wanted?
0: You know, it's, it's, it's funny. It's a question I ask a lot of my clients. So I'll, I'll ask my client, you know, what, you know, what's your goal? How much do you want to make? We talk about some of the money stuff. And, and I'll say a question that stops them in their tracks. And, and to give full credit, my wife... Told me this one, and my wife says she has a PhD in psychology. She's she's amazing. So the question is, on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? And people just it stops them in their tracks because they'll be like, well, what do you mean, business life? I said, just in life, how happy are you? And they'll say, well, I'm like a nine and a half. Or, and there was one woman who came to one of my mastermind groups, and she's like, I need to make 200000 a month, blah, 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 blah. And even though she's paying her bills and saving money. I said, well, how happy are you right now? She's like, oh, I'm like a nine and a half. I'm like, so, so why are you putting all this pressure on yourself? Um, but that was really the question. It's like, how happy, how happy am I? You know? and, and am I happy with, with the direction I'm going? And what I, so it was not only those questions, but I had a lot of – stuff happened to me over the course of a short period of time. Um, my mom at the time, this was about six or seven years ago. My mom was only 63 and suddenly passed away from, from cancer. Um, at that point we had a a nutrition company that was doing seven figures a month and our top guy left, um, our top driver of sales and it, and the, after we just did a multi-million dollar blanket order, which we were personally responsible for. So that happened during the same time. Um, so every, at, while I just signed this big office lease, um, so all of this stuff started collapsing around. Um, then a, a little bit later, my father-in-law was, di- was diagnosed with a brain tumor and then had a stroke and just recently passed away. Um, plus, so all of this stuff happening, and I had, you know, my, my kids were really young, and... It just put a lot of stress and pressure on me, and I was working, and I was traveling, and I started, as I was traveling, I was staying out late and drinking and just becoming someone I wasn't, and I think this led to, well, I know all of this stress led to a health issue, and I used to be a trainer, and I was fitting in magazines and all this stuff, and I was was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. Like all of a sudden, I woke up one day and my hands started hurting and my feet were sore. I'm like, "What the heck is this?" I went to every doctor and I was diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis. Which, and the doctor said, "Well, Ryan, you know what? It's all this this stuff going. You, we need to get you on medication." I'm like, "Well, what med?" He said, "Methotrexate." Ooh. I said Methotre- That's I a said, cancer that's drug. Chemo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, "That's chemo." He's like, "Yeah, but you know, well, you know, we'll just we'll co- take come in every week. We'll check for your blood levels and blah blah." blah. I said, "But isn't this isn't this?" autoimmune thing, like inflammation, isn't it a symptom of something? Like what's causing it? He's like, well, we don't know. So that we we have to kill all these bad cells. He's like, just make sure you're not around people who get sick. I'm like, doc, I have four kids. (laughs) They're like, there's always someone like, there's always sniffles. He's like, well, you know, like, what am I going to do? Move out? So I went on a mission to kind of find an alternative. And now, you know, I'm complete. I self healed. I took nutritional supplements. I reduced my stress. And that was all of that stuff happening. I'm like, take a breath and let me reevaluate what's really important, what I'm going to focus on, reducing stress, focus on my family, focus on my wife and my kids and and simplifying everything and really, truly building a business around my lifestyle. Uh, My my big thing happens to be recurring revenue, but that's kind of the story. So it was a combination asking that question, am I really happy? Where am I on a scale of 1 to 10? And all of the stuff, it was like this mountain of like crap all happening at once and i just like i needed to change
1: so the the question of how happy are you really had a a repercussion throughout everything in your life because of everything that was happening in your life right you might have been happy in one area but not in another but it sounds like from what you're saying and we have a very similar story by the way um Mm. in that you had to look at things. Well, you didn't have to, but you chose to, right? You chose to look at the hard question and not just say, right. oh, I'm nine and a half. Because a lot yeah. of us say we're nine and a half. But really, there are other parts of our life where we're really a four or a two.
0: Right, right. And, and, and it's it's overall. Um, so the business was generating some money, although we started to take a hit when all that stuff was happening with our with one company. Um So yeah, and and to me all the money and the success and I was, you know, featured in covers of magazines, like all this stuff happening, but like my marriage was falling apart. So who cares? You know, I, I just didn't wanna be like some of the you know, you see motivational gurus. And look I understand like a lot of people, you know, have marriages and they're not good. You get divorced and it happens totally. I mean, it's 50% of the population. I understand. But you see motivational people talking about how to live a great life. And they're like, they're on their fourth wife and, you know, they, they never see their kids and they, they have this whole trail of broken relationships. And I'm just like, I don't want to go down that road. I don't. I get it. Um, Yeah. So that, that, that question of, you know, how happy are you and one to 10 just, immediately put everything into focus. Because life does move fast. I mean, I don't mean to sound like, you know, Ferris Bueller, uh, but (laughs) it does. It moves fast. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. (laughs) know, That's okay. uh, Well, what's interesting,
1: you said life moves fast. But here's what's fascinating. You take the time, from what I've seen of you, to slow down, To actually go, okay, this is going really well, but is it going where I want it to go? And how do I want to fit in with my overall goal for my lifestyle and then I'm going to fit my business into that and you're driving amazing revenue, still having Mm -hmm. the life that you want because it sounds like you take the time to sit back every so often and reevaluate. Is that an accurate... From the outside looking
0: in? Not every so often, every day, even right before this call or, um, I mean, I'm talking five minutes before, like I'm still a little sweaty. I was outside and every single day I'll walk for 20, 30 minutes and just walk and think every day. What, you know, what is it I want? Where's the business going? Um... Is this really the direction I want? Because like, I have a new idea for something I want to do. You know, um, Is this really the right path? Where is this going to lead me? And I start trying to think, okay, what is it going to be like from the customer perspective? Is, is this really going to help them and serve them and help them reach their goals? And does it make sense financially? Is this the kind of model that's going to work two years from now? Is this a temporary thing? So every day. Um, okay, that's perfect. I, Before
1: we go into our first commercial break, every, everybody who's listening, have you thought about where you want to be? right now today and compared it to where you're actually at we'll be right back with more from ryan lee ryan in the last segment we talked about how you every day evaluate where you're at where you want to be how happy you are all of those pieces and one of the things i've seen you do over the years we first met um through peter hoppenfeld when he had Mm -hmm. his mentoring 365 program years and years ago and I've seen you shift and change and morph. You have always have this recurring <laughs> revenue theme through everything you're doing, but you seem very able to stop, it, throw away what you're doing almost, and start <laughs> something new. Um, can you share with my listeners how you can get your head wrapped around that and be able to let go to open something new?
0: You know, it, it's a great question, and... Yeah, I've, I, I've lost track at the different businesses and things I've started, and um, you know I think the key is, Laura, it's don't get emotionally attached to your business, your, your idea. Um, most people that I've helped, because I help now, so I started health and fitness online, that's what I did for like a decade. Now I'm more known to teach entrepreneurship, but so when I help entrepreneurs and people who want to be entrepreneurs, they usually come at it reverse. They come in with their idea. And they want, they have, like, this is my idea, this is what I want to do, now how do I sell it? But a lot of times, their idea isn't necessarily what the market wants or what the market's willing to pay for. And if the market is not willing to pay for it, um, then it's not really going to be a viable business, but people get so emotionally attached to it. Instead, what you need to do is always put the person first, put the customer first, like, is this really for them? Is this really gonna serve them best? Is this really gonna help them you know, achieve their goals or reduce pain or make more money or be happier, be healthier, or be more fit? You have to start there. And if it's not working, if, if it's not vibing with them, it's not gelling with them, it's not turning into a business, then you have to let it go. And I've never had an issue with letting it go, um, never. I, and I, you know, I, I am, I'm blessed to have a lot of perspective because as you, you alluded to earlier, the first six years of my career, right out, right when I graduated from college, um, the first six years I spent working in a children's rehab hospital, and I was a recreational therapist, and I did adapted aquatics and fitness and sports and games, and um, I was a supervisor at, at nights and weekends, and it was just so much fun working with these kids, but these kids had Every kind of disability you can imagine. Spina bifida, spinal cord injury, cerebral palsy, um, things like scleroderma, you, men- you name it. I mean, and most of the kids were in wheelchairs or stretchers. Um, and I saw, and, and I've known, unfortunately, a lot of kids that passed away too. And they would go through six hours a day of grueling physical therapy and occupational therapy. And I just saw like how rough these kids had it. Uh, and most of them were from the inner city too. Uh, it was just data. I mean, a lot of strikes against them. But... They just didn't give up and they came to therapy with a smile on their face. And I'm like, if they could come every day and smile and appreciate life, what the heck do I have to complain about? You know, I'm not going to take anything so seriously. You know what? So I have a business idea or a book idea and it doesn't sell well. So what? Right. I, I, I put out a Facebook post and it only gets one like. So what? Like in the scope of life, is it really like on my deathbed? Is that what I'm going to be thinking about? The answer is no. So I just put everything in perspective. I think of those kids, and it's really just grounded me to just not get emotionally attached to the idea. It's always, it's always about helping people and serving people. Um, and if it's not working, you let it go. And that's it. And some people just have, a tr- have trouble letting it go. But you have to. I, I don't have a specific formula or technique for it, um, I'm just able to, you know, if it doesn't work, okay, let me try something else. And that, see, that to me is the fun part, is rolling up my sleeves. Hey, it's not working. How could I make, how could I change it? How could I make it better? Maybe the offer isn't good enough. You know, maybe I could let people try it for free. Maybe I could change the pricing. Maybe I could add three or four bonuses. Maybe I could make a live call with it. Um, Maybe we could do free shipping. Like, that's where you get fun and get creative. And if you're still working at it and there's a lot of people going to your site or visiting and still not buying, then we know there's an issue. Um, how, how long shift.
1: Yeah. How long, or actually I'm trying to figure out the better way to ask this um at what point do you know for yourself when it's not working yeah. because a lot of my listeners you know you, well just try one more day you know tomorrow will right. be the day tomorrow will be the day tomorrow will be the day And and right. i know there's no magic formula it's your gut but if you could try to help my listeners figure out when that gut moment is, what they should be looking for to know, you know that you, you know it's not just one more day. Now is the time to look.
0: Right. So if we're if we're talking more like kind of online sales, whether you're selling information products and courses or books or selling you know stuffed panda bears, like whatever you're selling, um, the more first first the more you do it the more you're going to know pretty quickly. So I have a list. So I know within, almost within, within an hour of if this thing is working or not. Because if it's, if it's working, if it's a big offer or a hot deal, like people will buy instantly. Um, so for example, I had a product I did a couple of years ago. I put about $50,000 into the software. I, I, I made a mistake. I, I put too much money and too much time into this thing. I launched it to my list and I sold one. And, immediate, and when I say immediately, Laura, I'm like, Immediately, I stopped it, refunded the person, and pulled the plug, and just took a fifty thousand dollars because I knew it was dead on arrival. So y- now, obviously, if you don't have a list and you don't have that, you, it's it's a combination of obviously, you know, your gut. Like, is this getting you excited? Are you excited to wake up every day and do it? Um, and is it gelling with the audience? So, are even if you can't get people to like respond to it on social media, whether you're on on instagram or twitter or facebook or snapchat like whatever you're doing right whatever your thing is if you can't get people to even like it or engage or comment or share not even one person there's an issue with your messaging um there there's an issue there there's something going on it's just not resonating and that's when you start to kind of play around with it and check check uh, try different angles different hooks but you can't give up and you have to be persistent and you know you and i even talked about this yesterday in terms of like social media i was looking at your site and you're like this is what i want to do i'm like well you haven't done it posted anything in four days <laughs> um
1: <laughs> and my met, know, it, and i wasn't even i was just posting i wasn't even sharing right
0: right right it, it was just and, and i don't obviously you know, i'm not here to talk about your stuff but what what my point is a lot of people think they're doing more than they're actually doing. Like, I think, the, I think it's not always it's that it's a bad idea, um, but it's more that people aren't doing enough. They think that, okay, I'll put one Facebook post up, like, just, that just links to my product. You know, it's a picture of my t-shirt, and it's a link to it, and they did that three days ago, and that's all they're doing for marketing? That's a mistake, so in ter- so there's the emotional part, and then there's the, like, the numbers part. Like how many people did you actually get to your site? If you only had 18 people visit your webpage, that's not enough data. You can't make a really good decision. Um, you shouldn't make any sales with only 18 visits. Right? So you have to start looking and saying, well, okay, I'm only converting. You know, I-, I got 20,000 people visit my site, and I only made one sale. Now there's a problem. There's something right? And then you start to look at, okay, what is it? Is it, let me do something, let me change something big. Let me try maybe a pricing change. Let me try to change the site and the copy and let me start now testing. And that's where you get into the kind of the more hardcore marketing stuff. But you don't know really until you start getting tens of thousands of people actually going to your site to know if it works or not. Um, and it's funny, Lord, because there are, there are people that I have. So I I did a call with a woman. uh, Okay, you're going to share
1: that story when we come back from the news break because I don't want you to cut (laughs) off. Um, I'd like everybody to think about how consistent are you being with your messaging? We'll be right back with more from Ryan Lee. If you're just joining us live in the second half of the show, um, welcome, 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 iHeartRadio listeners. If you're on the podcast, you never even heard the commercials, you didn't hear the national news, you heard nothing, you're just back here with us and we are here with Ryan Lee um, Ryan, before the the news break, we were talking about, you said, don't be emotionally attached to your business or your idea. I, I know you were going to share a story about a woman, but I just want to follow up with a, another question here. It sounds like that, you know, are you emotionally attached to your business idea goes counter to what everybody says, which is do your passion, be your passion. Mm-hmm. And how do you do what you're passionate about and not be emotionally attached.
0: Well, you can be, you can be passionate about that and you should enjoy what you're doing, right? But look, everyone, I think people take it too far because they'll say, well, I." they don't realize, okay, so let, you know, why don't you pick a topic, Laura? Pick any topic that someone might be passionate about. Pets. Okay. Pets, right? So, they love dogs, okay? They're a dog person, and they want to build a business around dogs. But what they don't realize is that 90% of your business isn't necessarily about dogs. It's marketing. You know, you're going to spend time doing marketing and traffic. and so, so it's not like you're actually playing with dogs all day. Look, I love, I love movies, but I have yet to find someone who's going to pay me a couple million dollars to sit around and watch me watch movies, right? Like, so... You, could, you should enjoy the topic, right? You should absolutely enjoy the topic because you're going to have to wake up every morning and get out there and go for it. So if you, if you can't stand cats, I don't care how popular cats are and how much opportunity, it's going to be really hard to wake up every day and be excited about a cat business, right? So you've got to have something you're excited about, but, so that's like the overall umbrella. So let's say you're really excited about pets, great. But maybe your specific idea Uh, Now, uh, a topic or a passion is different than one business product. So maybe you try to launch a dog supplement, you know, a multivitamin for dogs. I don't even, I'm not a, I don't have any pets, so I don't know if there even is such a thing. I'm assuming there's some type of multivitamin for dogs. And you try it, and it's just bombing, and it's not working, and everything's wrong. Okay, you don't get emotionally attached to that product. Maybe there's a different product. Maybe it's not a multivitamin. Maybe it's a, uh, you know, uh, a fish oil for dogs. So you can shift. You could still keep the same topic, the same umbrella, but find different products. Maybe it's not supplements at all for dogs. Maybe it's something about, maybe it's a membership site about training your dogs. Maybe it's a dog sitting service or a dog walking service or, or a directory of dog sitters. There's, there's a million and one businesses you could create under each specific big topic, but don't say, if you come in saying, I love dogs. All I want to do is create a multivitamin for dogs, and then it's not working. You spend the next 10 years trying to do it, and say, well, everyone's wrong. Well, no, you're wrong. So you could stay in that world, but you, there's so many ways to get creative and find different things under that. So I hope that makes sense.
1: It, it does, because it started me thinking when you were talking about it that the guy who created the Thunder shirt for pets, um, I know you don't have any pets or anything, but the, right. the person who created it, I don't even know if it was a man or a woman, but they created this shirt that you put on your pet that's like a giant hug and compression to be used Mm. when an animal is freaking out from thunder or loud noises. It makes them feel (laughs) safe and secure. I'm sure there were multiple iterations of that before they landed on their final version, which has become one of the biggest sellers in, in the pet world. But they had to figure out how to make it, how to do it, and get it out there. So what you're saying is if you have your passion of pets or whether it's me about asking questions, it's don't worry about the delivery method, have your passion about your topic and then just figure out how that would work in the market and, and don't let it go. If, if that delivery method is wrong, isn't working right now.
0: You, you start with the market. That's where you start. You know, even more important than dogs, because we're using that example. What I should have said is it's not dogs, because you're not selling to a dog. A dog doesn't have a credit card, right? American Bark Express, Like, it does, doesn't exist. It's, you're actually talking to the pet owner. And is, is that the market you want to serve and talk to and relate to, and can you relate to them? It always, always, always starts with the market. So find a market, a topic, something you're excited about. And then you yeah. then you have flexibility of trying different products. But you know, the, the media and, 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 even online and blogs and everywhere, they'll, they'll glorify like a story like that, like this hug thing. But what they don't say is, okay, that's great. But there's also a hundred thousand people who tried to do similar stuff in, in the pet space that have just failed. And now they're like, you know, bankrupt. Uh, they, they only right. talk about the good stuff and they think they make it like, oh, if you just work hard enough, you're going to succeed. And, and I live in reality. And you know what? It's not true. You can work really, really hard doing something and never make, it, make, make a dime at it. You have to be smart. You have to be strategic. And you have to put the people before the idea. Everyone has ideas. Everyone has ideas. I guarantee you there were hundreds of people with a, a very similar idea to this Thunderhugger thing. But these people came out and they implemented.
1: Okay. So how does somebody, I, I know this is a big question my listeners have all the time because they ask me when we're doing one-on-ones, they ask us a lot. How do you... And we'll f- answer it after the break. And we'll answer if No, nope, we're not. Not right now. But, you know, hey, I, I like that. That would have been a great lead-in to a commercial you break. I like that. I do. <laughs> what is your tip or technique for helping somebody figure out the market that they want to work with or that they should be leaning towards? And I so hate using the word it. should, but...
0: No, no. I know what you're saying. Um, And you're the question person, so here's a question I ask them, okay? And I I say, imagine right now, and I could do this with you, Laura, and everyone listening right now, okay? Now we're we're not talking about the idea, we're talking about the actual market, the actual person, right? If I said to you, you're going to have a workshop in whatever it is, or it's going to be an in-person thing where you're going to sell the product or do a demo, whatever that is, right? If you have... Let's say I give you a hotel space, a meeting space, and there's going to be 100 people there, and you're going to spend the whole day with them, the whole day with them, talking about your product or training them or whatever it is you're going to deliver, talking with these people. Now, visualize who is out in the audience right now. Who, is at your, who are you spending the day with? Who do you get excited talking to? And that's where you start. And if you think like, Because you might say, you know what, I love training young athletes, um, and I want to create this online product that teaches athletes how to run faster. But the people you're selling to are the parents of young athletes, and you have no desire to spend a full day with the parents of athletes, then you're probably in the wrong market. So it's all about who you're selling to. You might want to teach people how to make money online, but if you don't want to spend the whole day with people, with like entrepreneurs or bizarre people, then you're in the wrong space. So that's what I say is really like, imagine who it is you want. And it's funny, I had a mastermind group um, about two weeks ago. And, By your pool? Because uh, you
1: do those around your pool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do them around my pool. So I had one guy who says, you know, I want to do an online fitness membership site for new moms. Now, the guy's single, doesn't have any kids. I'm like, well, you know, imagine you're doing a workshop. Do you want to have a whole day spending with the new moms? He's like, no, not, not, not at all. I'm like, well, who do you want it to be? He's like, well, I want it to be like fitness professionals who just started their studio. I'm like, so why the heck are you marketing to new moms? He's like, well, I thought that was like a bigger market. And immediately we shifted. We cha- he came in with one idea. He left with another, and now he's off to the races. And like, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I wake up. I can't wait to talk to these people. He can speak their language. He understands what their needs are and their passions versus like trying to talk to new moms, which he has no Excitement for, and not passionate about, doesn't have any real experience with that. So, know your audience and think about who you excited to really work with. Because at the end of the day, especially it, you know in 2017 and beyond, it's all about connections. You can't just put a lame commercial up and have millions of people coming to you. You've got to connect on a deep personal level, and you've got to know and love that market.
1: You once shared with me this was a couple of years ago. Uh, I was having trouble figuring out my audience. You were doing mm-hmm. some course or something. I don't remember which one it was, but you said if you can't visualize that person in your life who you'd want to be in that room, pick a movie character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember when you did that, but it was. God, I don't even
0: remember. I I've done so. You know, I for like almost twenty years now, I've been doing train so I don't even remember. But that does sound like something I would say. Yeah, I and think I, of a movie character. <laughs> yeah, and I,
1: I'm a big movie person like you are, and all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I saw a movie in front of me of the people Mm -hmm. in the room, like the different characters, Julia Roberts from Runaway Bride. That moment she shows up at his door with the sneakers and she Mm -hmm. says poached eggs or whatever it was. It was, she had found who she really was. Mm -hmm. Um, And if anybody doesn't know that movie, watch it. It's a scene and she can't figure out what she, what kind of eggs she likes. It's a bigger thing from that. But that (laughs) moment when she found who she was and then she could build from there. I realize that's one of the people that I love working with. That's the market I love working with. Part of it is that entrepreneur where you've lit that fire. Now you like, where do I go from here? How do I take this to the right. next level? And so it was—it's it, you can hear everything. it in my voice. It's so
0: exciting. Absolutely, it's it, it gives you absolute clarity when you know who you're talking to versus, you know, I have this pet supplement I want to sell. No. You want to talk to dog owners and think about an event, spending the whole day with dog owners and talking about the problems that you have as a dog owner and the fun and the stories and the engagement that's marketing. And that's what most people don't do. Unfortunately, Laura, they they're focused on the other stuff, uh, on, on the product, on, on the color of the product or the fit or the price. When everything starts with the market and the connection and that energy that comes through, you've got to start there.
1: Yeah, I mean, the other character for me was Pretty Woman. Um, I guess I have a Julia Roberts Your thing. Your big
0: Julia Roberts fan, I yeah. guess so,
1: but it was a Richard <laughs> Gere character. He was this big guy. was he a
0: runaway bride, too?
1: Yeah, he was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he was, actually. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And um, one yeah. of my mentors is Gary W. Goldstein. So there you go. Mm-hmm. He, he produced all, a lot of those things. Yep. But yep. exactly. Helping somebody who's been in business for a long time get re-energized and and reconnect to know what their next steps are so that is a great technique and when we come back i want to talk about some of the new stuff that you're doing that can really help some of my listeners so we'll be right back with more from ryan lee I got so excited with um, what we were just talking about, Ryan. I was like, oh, I started jotting all these notes about possible ways to interact with my my market based on some of the stuff you and I talked about yesterday. So, yay, big aha for me again on the show. That's what I love (laughs) about the show. I get so many ahas myself.
0: (laughs) Awesome. That's great.
1: Yeah, it, it really is because if I'm getting an aha, I know that somebody else is as well. Because I'm I'm myself, my market, you know my my yeah. clients. I really am all of those combined. You've been doing a lot of very different things recently that I, I want to talk about. You have something called Freedom F R E E D Y M dot com, mm-hmm. and I, I recently signed up for a lifetime membership with it because the stuff you're doing is very different than what other people are doing. You, Your focus for years has been on recurring and continuity income. And for those of you who, my listeners who have read the Forbes.com piece that John Warlow did on me, you know that that's how I grew my business to create it to sell. My first company was by driving up recurring revenue. Um, Ryan, why is it that people want the recurring revenue and, and you created freedom very different than the way anybody else is doing membership sites. Can you talk (laughs) about that?
0: Well, you know, I I always look outside of whatever industry I'm in for inspiration. So I knew when I was going to create this and turn this into a membership site, I wanted to look and feel different. And I was looking, well, what do I like that's not in the marketing space? And I'm such a big fan of Netflix and Hulu. I'm like, what if I could make a content-based site look just like that? and that was the I, that was like the vision of it and the whole idea of netflix where it's one price and you get everything there's no constant upsells you don't go to netflix like hey if you want to watch season 3 of house of cards it's you know 9.95 or $97 so I wanted to give people a place where, for one price, they just get everything. It's no constant upsells. It's not having to worry about jumping from course to course. It's like, here it is. It's everything. Um, and that was the idea behind it. So I wanted it to look different. I wanted people to come on and be like, wow, and just immediately be blown away by how it looks and feels and functions. And, uh, and that was the idea behind it. And it's, it's going really well. People seem to just love the site and the training and the advice and the support, uh, so that's what we're doing, and we're focused entirely on teaching how to build a real business with recurring revenue, ethical, scalable, work anywhere, but you know, being real, telling people it's going to take work, right? We're not into selling magic pills and potions and say, you know, you, just, you, you, you use this software and you're going to make millions because that's not reality. Even as I've shared here today, it takes work. Um, and if you're not prepared for it, if you're not willing to like, get up when you fall down, then that's okay. This, then this isn't for you. Like, it's all right. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. You can get a job and have the benefits and have a safe income. There's, n- there's no shame in that. It's not for everybody. So I'm always very, um, I'm always trying to be real with people and just tell them the truth about it. But those who are excited and passionate and want to do it and give it their all and stay focused, there's a lot of opportunity.
1: Yet you've changed it. Many times with, <laughs> yeah. with how did, you do we the went, pricing yeah. and, and all of right, that. Right,
0: right. Yeah, so we went from, when it when initial launched, I, you know, my whole, I really cut my teeth in the health and fitness industry, so Freedom originally was going to be a regular membership site for health and fitness professionals, helping them with their business. But it just wasn't getting the buzz. It wasn't generating. It wasn't getting me, like, excited. It was good. It was fine. It was, like, immediately a six-figure income, but it wasn't what I wanted. It didn't, like, change the industry. So then we shifted, and that's when I said, okay, let me kind of reevaluate, and that's when we went to this Netflix model. Um, And it was going to be everything for everybody, lifestyle, business, anything you want. You want to learn about Amazon and affiliate, we got everything. Um, And it was going well. It grew exponentially, but it, wasn't, it was too thin, too broad. I was trying to be everyone to, everything to everybody. I felt our messaging was just getting watered down, and we were spreading ourselves just way too thin. Um, and it just, I didn't love the retention rate, so I said, you know what, I'm just going to reiterate again and... What is it people really want? What do they ask me the most? When I send an email, what subjects get open the most? What trainings get watched the most? It's always, always with recurring revenue. Anything that has to do with membership sites, recurring revenue, continuity income, subscription boxes, retention, and that's my wheelhouse. That's what I know and I love and I could do in my sleep. So we shifted again. We said freedom is now focusing entirely. We're all in on recurring revenue, um, and we just uh, yeah, we just did a little price raise. It's, still, it's, it's only... Like a buck thirty a day. Um, and that was the idea is to make it so if people want to learn and they don't want to, you know, spend twenty thousand dollars on a coach, which you know, Laura, there's a lot of unethical people who do that and they provide zero value and they never built a business. So I figured if you could, you know, spend a dollar twenty, a dollar thirty a day and get everything you need, uh then it's a win-win. Uh, it, it helps you. It helps my business. It helps my, my team, my employees. Everyone, everyone wins. So that's where we are today. Will it change in the future? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Right now, it's, it's going really well.
1: Well, and it's not just you on there. And that's fascinating no. oh. to me because so many people's egos are in the way and they feel they have to do everything. You bring in amazing people like Dan Meredith and several others to provide content for the site.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't want to make it just about me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, the, I guess, the, the leader of it, like the face of it, but it's not just about me. I want to showcase other people. I, I, like to sh- I really like showcasing our members, uh, like someone like Lauren who has, you know, three 400 people paying $30, $40 a month for an online fitness site. Um, the, people like that and showing real people how they do it, and especially people doing it outside of the Internet marketing space. Because that's what all you see. If you see a membership site and how to make money online, it's only them interviewing their buddies who made money, teaching people how to make money online. I'm not interested in that. Let me, it's one thing to teach people, to make money, teaching people how to make money online. It's another to say, okay, I'm going to sell, I'm going to teach meditation online, you know, or I'm going to teach stress reduction. Make money there, then I'm impressed.
1: And you market through email. That's your primary marketing method, correct?
0: That's I my, mean, you yeah, do Facebook ads I'm and all other about. things. But. Yeah, but it's, everything we do is to build a list because that's, at the end of the day, and, and if people get nothing out of this from a business lesson, social media is great. Everything's cool. But 80, 90, 95, 99% of your sales take place in email. If, if you look at all the traffic, all the marketing, everything you do, build your list, get them on your email list, and email them at least once a week with stories, with engagement. Don't just sell. I mean, connect with people, help them. Uh, when you do that, you're just going to be shocked at the sales going up and, and open rates uh, because people still, i was like, email's dead. Email is not dead. Uh, my entire business, if I wanted to, so I get up every morning, I go to the coffee shop, I send my daily email, yes, every day, seven days a week, um, and then I'm pretty much done. Then the rest of the day, I do things like this and do podcast interviews, but that's a majority of our business is the email to engage and, yes, to sell. There's nothing wrong with selling. You just can't do hard sells all the time. Just engage and help and, and tell lots of stories. You mentioned – um, your fascination with Julia Roberts' romantic comedies. Um, but I do, it's funny because everyone, you know, in the internet, uh, in the marketing space, everyone talks about hustle, hustle. If you're watching TV, you're, t- you're, you're wasting your time. I like watching movies and TV shows and, and character driven books and series because when you learn about storytelling, I mean, that's what selling is it's telling stories. And the more you can read that stuff and learn and, and really See good storytelling, the better your writing and marketing becomes.
1: Okay. And now, I want to make sure mean- people can find out how to reach you because we're in the last minute of the show. Okay. okay. So, so, how you do can they. Go to
0: freedom? F R E E D Y M dot com or Ryan Lee, R Y A N L E E dot com. Just sign up for my daily newsletter and I think you'll enjoy it.
1: I know I get something out of every single day's email that you send. They're short, they're sweet, but they tell a story and I get something, a nugget, every time. So, I
0: appreciate it. Thank That's you. Great.
1: Thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your wisdom with us and your questions.
0: <laughs> and thank you for having me. And I uh, I wish everyone the best.
1: Everybody, you know, Ryan Lee is one of those real people. And I hope you got something out of it. Please share with us at the Laura Stewart or, you know, you can always email me, Laura at LauraStewart.com. dot com. Tell me what the one aha is that you got. And you never know, you may be profiled on the next episode of It's All About the Questions. Uh, I'm here to help you. Ryan is here to help you. You can find him at freedom, dot com or com. Highly recommend signing up for his list. And we'll be back next week with another great guest. And remember, the right questions truly can change your life.
0: You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.